0: When it comes to school, what is the thing students dread the most? Studying, right? Every day we are surrounded by unavoidable distractions that we have no control over. For example, phones and street noises. Fortunately, there are ways to help limit these very prominent and real distractions. Hi, welcome to UK's Campus Podcast. My name is Reese Barber and in this episode we will be determining the best study locations and methods to use on the University of Kentucky's campus. As a freshman college student, the transition from high school work to the vastly heavier college workload can be a bit challenging. The material gets harder, the workload gets heavier, and your schedule gets busier. I, like most of you, am experiencing this transition as well and wondered if there is a way to make this all go a little bit smoother. The issue I will be discussing during this podcast is whether or not one study location is more effective than the other, specifically the dorm rooms versus the study rooms. Throughout this podcast, I will be interviewing many college students who have lived at least one year in the dorm since the remodel. This way, we can establish an efficient and effective method of studying by interviewing college students just like you. Now let's get into it. Our first interview is with Kylie Preston. She is a sophomore at UK studying to be a graphic design major. She lived in a dorm room in Jewel Hall last year. What was your experience living in the dorms last year? Um, overall, I really liked them. Um, the dorms were actually one of like, the best factors influencing my decision to come to UK um, in the first place, just because I really liked the privacy and the space that I had, and it feels more like my room at home. Last year when studying for school, why did you prefer to study in the study rooms or the dorm rooms?
1: Um, I preferred to study in the study rooms.
0: Can you explain why? Um, I think I chose like the study rooms overall because most of the time it's just easier to focus and I always felt like I got like more stuff done. And at the end of the year, what was your final GPA? Uh, I think overall
1: it was like, around a 3.6.
0: A study posted on SpringerLink.com, conducted by Dr. Stephen Smith, known as Environmental Contexts in Human Memory, concludes that environmental contexts influence recall but not recognition. This means that our primary retrieval processes are heavily affected by our environment in which we study. This proves that the environment in which you study has a definite effect on the success of an individual studying. By studying in the study rooms, you are surrounding yourself with a more exam-like environment, which will help draw on these context cues while actually testing. Based on Kylie's interview, we can draw conclusions forming positive relationships between GPA and the study rooms. Our second interview will be with Callie Bates, a junior who is studying to be a finance major and lived in Blazer Hall her freshman year. How would you consider the quality of UK's newly remodeled dorm rooms? I honestly loved living there as a freshman, it was super close to all my classes and was really convenient because all my friends were always right down the hall so that was nice. When studying for exams, would you prefer to study in your dorm room or go to the study rooms? I preferred going to the study rooms because me and a group of people would go and study together so it made studying more enjoyable and just a lot more better. Did you often study in groups or by yourself? I guess it really just depended on what I was setting for, but if I had the chance, it would probably be groups. And why did you prefer groups rather than alone? I just um, liked it because it always helped me to have somebody there and quiz me and look over the same stuff together and made it a lot easier. And lastly, what was your GPA at the end of the year? I ended off with a 3.8. Wessel.edu posted a study conducted by Neil Schroener on whether study groups or studying alone is more effective. He quotes Study groups are so effective because they provide a way for students to make the lecture notes their own. Schroener's study revealed two patterns which are optimal for the largest success rate in studying within groups. The first he called It's in the Gaze. He states this to be the pattern of looking down thinking about what the professor said and then looking up and putting it into their own words. We felt that was a big explanation for why study groups was helping them learn the material at a deeper level. The next pattern is referred to as absorbing the material, where he quotes, The group pattern we discovered was that when they first began discussing an experiment, all four students were looking down at their notebooks. Gradually, as all four students began to collectively grasp the material, they started looking up more, meaning that group studying can actually increase your level of engagement with the material and lead to better understanding, which would help increase test scores. Our third interview is with Jenna Schmall. She is a second year nursing major who lived in homes last year. What was your experience living in the dorms last year?
1: It was really good. Um, I think UK has some of the nicest dorms, like of all the colleges around here, so I can't really complain.
0: When studying last year, did you mainly utilize your dorm room or a study
1: room? Um, I mainly just stayed in my dorm room because I just thought it was a lot easier to stay in my room and study at my desk than go all the way down the hall.
0: Why did you prefer your dorm room?
1: Um, I don't really know. I just I like studying alone a lot better because I get easily distracted and I'm in my room so like I can kind of control the environment and control what's happening around me. And um, I guess I also have always, like, studied in my room for high school, so it's just what I'm used to. Like, I'm not really used to going to a study room, so I just like to be in my own space.
0: Since you are a nursing major, I assume you take quite a bit of notes. Do you typically handwrite or type your notes?
1: Um, Well, I mostly don't take my notes during the lecture because, like, they're posted online after class, so I'll just, like, watch the echoes or something and re-listen to it and then, like, handwrite them as I'm listening to the echo rather than, like, trying to get them all crammed in during the actual class.
0: And at the end of the year,
1: what was your GPA? It was a 3.9.
0: According to Vanderbilt.edu, Derek Bruff published an article on the importance of handwriting your notes because it leads to long-term factual and concept understanding. Bruff conducted an experiment where he had half of his participants handwrite their notes and the other half type their notes. When drawing conclusions, he states, Immediately after the lecture, both hand- and laptop note-takers did well on the factual recall questions. But the hand-note-takers did better on the conceptual understanding questions. It was also proved that a week later, the results remained true when retested, and the participants who had hand-wrote the notes still had a better factual recall and concept understanding for the material. By handwriting your lecture notes, you are setting yourself up for success and increasing your odds for doing well on an exam. After interviewing many students on the University of Kentucky's campus, there was definitely a pattern advocating for a positive relationship between GPA and the utilization of study rooms in the dorm halls. We discussed different study methods and tips to increase the effectiveness of how you study to get the most out of your time. Overall, we can take away that there is no one set-in-stone perfect method for studying, but changing up your regular routine might help figure out what's best for you. Thank you for listening.